Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Today we've got Helen Solms from the Meatford uh, Scarecrow Festival joining us. Welcome, Helen. Welcome. And just one, just one very small clarification, but a, a, an important one. It's the Meatford Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival. And I mention that because it's actually two separate elements of uh, the invasion itself. The scarecrows invade Meaford early September, and they seem to linger until about mid-October. The family festival and parade is one specific day this year, September 28th. Wow. So so there's many uh, elements, obviously, to your festivals. The, talk a little bit about the scarecrow invasion and, and what really happens there. The town is transformed every year and has been now for 20, well, this is the 22nd year, in that more than 250 scarecrows invade the town. They hang from the lampposts, they loiter in the storefront windows, they linger on the park benches, and they decorate the downtown. They're very colorful, whimsical, and they're all handmade. And we have thousands of visitors who come to Meaford to um, to check them out, to pose with them, and post them to social media. And and is this something that you uh, you get all of your businesses in town involved in as well, and that uh, they're encouraged to to decorate their storefront or to build a scarecrow? Yes, absolutely, and residences too. The uh, 250 scarecrows that I mentioned, um, they're built by volunteers. We've, we've started. We started uh, last week. We'll have a series of workshops throughout May, June, and again in August to build and dress these scarecrows. But in the meantime, the businesses are definitely encouraged to decorate, and they do. They really do get into it. We actually have a business competition. We give out awards for the best decorated business in the municipality. And do you have good luck with your business involvement? I know sometimes it's difficult to engage businesses to be involved in the in the different festivals and stuff like that, but do you, do you have good luck in Meaford? Meaford business community loves the festival. They call that time of year the shoulder season. It's the boating season that Meaford is well known for being on the South Georgian Bay. It's starting to slow down. The downhill skiing has not yet started. So the influx of tours for the Scarecrow Invasion is a bonus. And the businesses definitely support us. And that whole area, just for our our listeners across the province, uh, the Collingwood, Meaford, Owen Sound, Thornberry, I mean, that's really become a a four-season destination, has it not? Oh, very much so. like you said, uh, from between Collingwood and Own Sound, um, there are thousands of tourists, and there's an influx of recently retirees buying or building homes in this area and making it their year-round uh, second home, their re- year-round location. Um, in the winter time, of course, we have the downhill skiing. Uh, year-round, we have the very scenic Beaver Valley. Uh, Meaford itself is known for its apple industry, our apple orchards, um, and because of that, uh, there's an 
an influx of um, new wineries and cideries. And also, interestingly, in the last few years, there's an interest in craft beer in this area. My favorite time of the year. Yeah. And I would imagine at that time of year for your scarecrow invasion, uh, the leaves are starting to turn and uh, some spectacular vistas and, and nice drives in that part of the province. Absolutely. The Bruce Trail is um, just to the west of us, and it extends from Tobermory down to Queenston near Niagara Falls. And that whole trail is um, centers primarily on the Niagara Escarpment, and it's known for its colorful uh, autumns. Beautiful country there. Mm-hmm. So, so your scarecrow, uh, you're you're saying that the the building is starting now, and about 250 scarecrows. Um, is this something that um, it's obviously volunteer driven, and we're just coming off a series in our podcast uh, that that centered on volunteers. And I understand you have upwards of 250 volunteers. More like 350 volunteers. Wow. Yes, it's very much uh, volunteer driven. The community gives its full support. I'm relatively new to the executive. I've been on the executive now only three years. But what one of the things I noticed right off the bat is the way that young people take ownership of the invasion. The young adult volunteers typically have grown up with the scarecrow invasion, right. and they have made that transition from youthful volunteer to adult volunteer part of the fiber of the community exactly and i think that's the key and i think that's when you know you have a good festival is when you you've got that obviously i I think you're entering your 22nd year is that correct this is the 22nd yes so 22 years of a community-based festival volunteer-based festival obviously you guys are doing something right what what kind of volunteer programs do you have with the uh with the festival and the invasion Volunteers are invited and um, they come out to help us build the scarecrows starting at this time of the year. Then come August, we start making the final preparations for the parade and the festivals. So the volunteers typically will serve on committees during that planning stage. And then closer to the date, we need volunteers to be parade marshals to work the children's activities during the festival. At the same time, we have an apple pie competition every year, and uh, we're always looking for volunteers to judge the apple pie and then to help during the festival when these apple pies are auctioned off. So there's an endless number of tasks that our volunteers do. Behind the scenes, of course, the executive and all their committees are doing the like myself, the promotional work. Um, We're making sure that our sponsors and our donors are aware of our successes and uh, the ways that we set out to make make them proud. And um, what else can I say? It's just, it's a 12-month process. Well, that was going to be my next question. Is is this a a full year... Uh, project for the volunteer base that uh, you know once next this year's finished you just turn around and start on next year yes at one point i thought i was promised the month of november and december <laughs> off but it hasn't. it's funny <laughs> it when you get volunteers you make all kinds of promises right <laughs> <laughs> that's right um again because this area has become quite a popular location for recently retired individuals 
we're finding that um, there's some very skilled individuals coming to live in the area, looking to get to know people. And initially they start by coming out to one of the workshops and they, in chatting with them, we get to know what their backgrounds are, what their skills are, and one thing follows another, and they're signed up using the skills that they've acquired during their working years, and it's all good. Helen Solms from the Meaford Sea Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival joins us back in just a minute to talk about the festival a little bit more when Theo on the Air returns. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Theo on the Air. Helen Solms from the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion and Fan- Family Festival. That's a mouthful. Joins us uh, on Theo on the Air. Um, Helen, you guys have been uh, a top 100 Theo festival for the past five years. Uh, and that's an incredible feat. Um, we know what goes into um, becoming a top 100 festival. What does it mean to the folks at the, at the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion? Well, it's um, twofold. It, partly it's validation. It's uh, news that our volunteers take to heart because it means that they have um, that they've created an event of a high caliber and also they're maintaining a very high standard from year to year. We know that sometimes community-based um, events kind of um, fade out, uh, the energy levels drop, but that's not the case with the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival. As the FEO award indicates, um, we're obviously keeping up a very high standard, uh, one that we're very proud of. The second part of the award is that um, it gives us that recognition through your advertising and promotions and uh, reaches a greater audience of potential visitors that we might uh, otherwise. Do you track your visitors to see how far they come from and and do you have a sense of uh, of what the economic impact or benefit to the community is as a result of the festival? Yes, in fact we do. Uh, last year for the first time we initiated something that we had often talked about doing but didn't get around to doing until last year. We initiated an ambassador program so that during the two busiest weekends of the invasion, Saturday and Sunday, we had our volunteers out on the street talking with our guests, inviting them to sign our guest book, asking them how they heard about us, what they thought about the invasion and where they came from. We had a sense that we knew that some of our visitors came from far afield in Canada, We didn't realize just how many international visitors there were. And by keep maintaining a guest book last year, we could see it right in front of us. So we're committed to do the same again this year. It was a wonderful experience. 
And is it the type of uh, festival where you get people coming back year after year, marking it on their calendars and uh, like a must attend? It, it obviously seems very family based. Yes, we do. We have uh, grandparents each year with their grandchildren, and uh, then we'll meet the parents to these children saying, you know, I was here 10, 15 years ago, and I'd love to come back. So the scarecrows, a little bit more about the scarecrows. Uh, How do you you work out? Is there a theme every year? In the last decade, there has been a theme each year. And I'll give you an example of some of the themes. For our 20th anniversary two years ago, we chose to celebrate with music. So there were special vignettes of some very uh, recognizable, popular Canadian musicians and performing groups. Prior to my time in Meaford, I'm told there was the Wizard of Oz. There was another year when the Scarecrows were going to the movies So again, some of the well-known popular movies and TV series were depicted. We celebrated the year of sport, and Canada being 150 years old last year, the Scarecrows proudly celebrated Canada's 150th. This year, our theme, Scarecrows Go Western. Wow. The benefit of these themes is our decorating committee typically chooses themes five years in advance. So as they're receiving donations of recycled clothing and props, they're able to sort through them, tuck them away by year and theme. At the same time, like last year when we chose um, Canada's 150th to be our theme, we set out to make the biggest splash of red and white that any community in this area could achieve. And we wanted each of the scarecrows to be dressed in red and white, which meant going out recruiting clothing from the residents here in Meaford. Um, we managed it. We did it. So when you when you pick your theme, does that get uh, sewn through the rest of your festival? Like, if the west if the theme is western, will it be a country music? And does that get played out through like, the rest of the festival? Yes, very much. Apart from the scarecrows and the decorating of the downtown area, um, we're really going to build on the Western theme. This year, a performing country band is um, planning a hoedown, a special performance at the Meaford Concert Hall the night before the big parade and festivals. So let's just talk a little bit about the parade. What what, what could people expect to see in, in that the Meaford uh, Scarecrow Invasion Parade? Well, I'm told that initially the parade was um, almost impromptu in that children dressed in scarecrow outfits decorated their bikes and, and literally stepped off the curb onto the street and joined the parade as it progressed through town. Now it's, it's more coordinated. Um, anything, anything from floats, from some of the sports groups, some of the service clubs, the Meaford Library has a float, um, Meaford Knights hockey team typically has a float. Uh, we have vintage cars with our celebrities, your typical small town parade. Um, now, are, are your patrons encouraged to dress to the theme as well, or is it just the scarecrows that take on the, the theme? Well, yes, the executive um, 
leads the uh, effort to um, dress the part of the theme. So anytime we executive members get together, especially in um, public settings, we're dressed in our plaids and our cowboy hats and cowboy boots already. We encourage the businesses to declare a scarecrow day of their choosing and invite their staff to dress to the theme. Any of the, typically the parade entrance will dress to the theme as well. Now, with the theme of going western, it should be should be easy. Everybody Five has shirts, a pair of jeans, right? <laughs> blue jeans. If you have cowboy boots, all the better. It will give you the attitude and the strut. Okay, I have to ask. Are scarecrow are are the crows abundant, or do they divert the area not uh, that month from mid September <laughs> to mid mid October? Are the scarecrows no. working? Uh, part of the folklore of the scarecrow invasion um, anywhere in the world is that uh, come fall, the scarecrows have done their job. They've scared off the crows. The harvest is in progress. They're free to get down from their poles and wander into town looking for the party. We've got Helen Solms from the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival joining us back in just a minute with FIO on the air. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with FIO on the air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. We're back with Theo on the air. Helen Solms from the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival joins us. Um, Helen, talk a little bit about um, how you how you finance an endeavor like this. I mean, obviously, it's a community based, volunteer based organization, but uh, these festivals, uh, you know, along with a, a large number of volunteer hours, they take some fair capital to to get uh, off the ground and, and to keep running and to keep sustainable. Can you talk a little bit about your uh, business development and sponsorship program? Well, you're very right. Uh, because we rely on our volunteers and because this event is such a community-based event that um, our expenses are nominal, but nevertheless, yes, we do have some expenses. We do have uh, sponsors. Our sponsors are either cash sponsors or they are in kind in that they offer either their services or the use of some of their equipment like picnic tables and tents and pavilions and signs and such. Um, And we have media sponsors um, who um, are a blessing in helping us get uh, get the word out at no cost to us. In addition to that, we have um, tremendous support from the municipality, for example, Come early September when it's time to uh, put the scarecrows out on the streets, the municipality will make sure that uh, some of their public works guys are available with the truck and the boom to get them up to the top of the lamppost. In addition to that, we have donors, we have uh, service clubs and businesses who will bear some of the cost of uh, items, um, trying to think of of an example, um, the uh, candy apples that we give out to the children. Um, 
supplies for um, decorating, creating bows that we wrap around the corn stalks. The corn stalks themselves are donated. There are two farmers in the area who who plan to grow corn stalks strictly for our use for decorating. So you'd be surprised how small our actual cash budget is, but it's because of all of the volunteers, our sponsors, and our donors, including some of the service organizations in the community, and definitely the support from the municipality. And obviously for 22 years, you you guys have a a formula that works for you and that's an important business plan that that works year in and year out. Um, You you touched on earlier about um, how you collect the clothing. Do you have clothing drives with themes in mind that that you collect clothes throughout the year or how how does that work or decorations? Yes, uh, for the last two years, we've been able to set up a display in... um, the local value mart with um, bins where people are invited to to leave recycled clothes. At the same time, one of the service groups in the area operates a Midas Mart, so they receive clothes and uh, sort through them for resale, but anything that uh, is just not good enough for even resale they'll pass them on to us. They're scarecrows. They can look a little bit more tattered than perhaps some of the customers at Magismart would want to look. Again, so uh, if, if people want to attend and have a, a look at the uh, scarecrows and be a part of your festival, uh, go to your hoedown, see the parade, can you just remind everybody about the dates and your locations again? Yes, the easiest way to, um, to remember the date is that the scarecrows invade the town the week after Labor Day in September, you can expect that they'll be in place until the week after Thanksgiving. But the big celebration day, the day of the parade and the festival, is always the Friday of the weekend before Thanksgiving weekend. This year, that makes it Friday, September 28th. Okay, Does and that help? That helps greatly. And what about a website if somebody wanted to look up your festival? Where would they go? Absolutely. Uh, The website is www.scarecrowinvasion.ca. Helen Soames from the Meaford Scarecrow Invasion and Family Festival has joined us. Thank you very much, Helen. Sounds like a very interesting uh, adventure to to get up and and see the scarecrows and get involved with your festival. If you've got an event that you'd like to... uh, to hear us talk about or be involved in with FIO, please get in touch with us. Just send us an email, give us a phone call, uh, send an attachment to one of our podcasts that you've listened to. I'm Dave McNeil, and I thank you for joining us on FIO on the Air. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario.